what's going on, everybody? How's it hanging? How's it happening? You guys are new. This is Kevin from the Code Progression Podcast. But today, MSOTD rocks for rock and metal thrive. Happy Tuesday, everybody. It is December 22nd, and this is an episode for the ages, folks, where this is the second time we've had a band on for three times. This is the third time the girls of Gold Frank and Summer, aka GFM, are coming to you on the Chord Progression Podcast. And my oh my was this absolutely intense where we talked about them playing live in 2020 a couple of times, even with all the coronavirus stuff, doing it safely, of course, their Operation Takeover P, how the band has grown in 2020, especially online. And two really crazy things happen. One is for all of those T- Team GFM members, I issued a challenge to you all. So be sure to check that out. And then a first or second time podcast, I think it's a first though. I really bought some of the band's merch live on the show. It was awesome. So check it out right now. Please welcome Maggie, Lulu, and CJ from the band Go Frank and Submerge to the Court Progression Podcast. Are you ready? Because I know I sure am. Let's go. Yeah. Well, 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 ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of the Court Progression Podcast. This is the second time I'm having a band on this podcast three times. And Last year, I had them on around Christmas for my second ever video interview, and I'm glad to have them back because this year, with in all the crazies in the pandemic, I actually got to see them play live, which was awesome. So please welcome <laughs> the girls of GFM, Gold Frank, this is Merg. Merg. Oh my God, I said Merg. My bad. I always mess up on this at one point. This is because we're doing that YouTube simulcast on this, so I always mess up. So please welcome again, Maggie, Lulu, and CJ. So girls, welcome back to the Core Progression Podcast. Hello. Hello. We're back. <laughs> How's everything hanging out there in Florida right about now in this wacky time we call 2020? It's cold. Yes, it is actually so cold. <laughs> it's, it's been in the 30s at night and like uh, 50s are the highest. Yeah, so it's really frustrating because we're in Florida and it's not supposed to be this cold. Let's say the weather that you're having right now is the weather that we're having right here right now in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, all the way up north, you know. We're supposed to be having snow right now, probably. I think that's supposed to happen over the weekend, so we'll see what happens. I hope not, because I just don't want to shovel it, but what you going to (laughs) do? Yeah, our brother's supposed to go to Gatlinburg, because they're supposed to have, like, skiing and, like, tubing and everything, and it's supposed to be, like, 60 degrees, and they're like, well, that's going to be your (laughs) run. Well, I mean, if you put some, like, ski wax or some, uh, like, Pam cooking spray on the bottom of those tubes and skis... I mean, you get enough mud on there, you're going to end up flying. It's going to hurt a lot more when you crash, but that's the whole part of the story. I mean, you just got to add that to it. Well, I'm first things first is I can't believe we're actually doing this with like a YouTube simulcast. It's the first time I've ever done anything like this. And when it was brought to my attention, this was going to be the case. I just thought, huh, this sounds like a challenge. I'm all in for this. So let's go. So everyone watching the team GFMers on YouTube, What's up? I'm Kevin. I'm also part of the Team GFM page on Facebook as well. So, yeah. And <laughs> also, if you guys are questioning if I, it's like, are you really a part of Team GFM? Well, let me move the camera a little bit because there's a skateboard deck on my wall <laughs> right there. <laughs> that is not only for GFM, but it's also signed by the girls because they're supposed to play a couple of shows here in Wisconsin this year. And, um, well, of course, COVID kind of knocked a lot of that out. And, Kind of stunk a little bit. However, in July, they were to play somewhere up in Green Bay, Wisconsin at Cup of Joy. And I saw that it was happening. I'm like, yeah, this is happening. I'm traveling up there. doesn't matter how long it's going to take, even though it's only like two hours. But like, you know what? We're doing this. Just jumped the car. Got over there. (laughs) 
And when I saw some people starting a mosh pit for you guys, I'm like, okay, I know it's COVID time, but I can't resist. A mosh pit is too dang good to be a part of. Yeah, it's definitely just such a crazy time because we didn't know who would show up. And a lot of people were just like very scared to go to shows. And so we had a, like, I think six or seven that stayed. And we're like, we have to do them. Like, we, it's our only chance to get out this entire year. And so we went for it and just the amount of people that showed up every time was overwhelming. And like, nobody was like scared. Like, obviously we took precautions, wore masks, people social distance and stuff. But when it came to like experiencing the show, there was, it was just like normal. And like, everybody was so excited to hear music again. And it was just like, everybody was revived and it like concerts haven't gotten stale but they like definitely there there was a difference between when you were playing in the U.S. and then you would play outside of the U.S. And, it was like Christmas morning and it was like you were playing mm-hmm. outside of the U.S. but we were just still in like the United States and like we weren't playing like arena like arena tours and stuff but it was that same type of energy and like these intimate venues which was such a cool thing especially in like the weird year we've had <laughs> And even with the weird we had as well is just there have been a couple of bands out there that I've been paying attention to that have gone out and have done some live shows. There haven't been many, but there have been some, you three being one of them. And it's something where people really love that live music setting because once it was gone, taken away from us back in March, and all of a sudden everyone's locked in their houses. This is something that for us as fans, we go to that and it's just our place to escape the world and escape everything else and just enjoy ourselves just completely unequivocally and without a care in the world. And when that was taken away, it was kind of like our family was taken away a little bit because all the fans that are there, even though we don't know them personally, at times it's just like, well, we meet them there. We all have a positive connection with the band that's on stage with that music. And we miss that so much. So of course, when we get to see them live or whatever band it was, even with you girls, holy crap, was that energy just absolutely (laughs) insane. Yeah, I feel like that's, we also felt that same way because like you said, it is that family. And especially with team GFM, everybody has gotten so close. And like, especially with everybody being on lockdown, we have flocked to social media. And so everybody has like kind of grouped together. And so being able to see each other in person for the first time in a couple months, it was just like, Hey guys, I missed you so much. (laughs) It's like that longtime family reunion where it's like, you see your cousins or see your like long lost family members that you haven't seen like a year or two. It's just like, Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> it's like your favorite cousin when you, it's not a good time until they show up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then all of a sudden they show up, it's like, okay, it's going off today. It's this like is the party's it. on now. <laughs> Well, because I mean, when I saw you up in Green Bay, that was what the feel was, because I think in that venue, there had to be about maybe a little bit over 100 people there. And it was a smaller venue as well. But all of a sudden, I'm just seeing people start crowding closer to the front. And I'm thinking to myself, knowing kind of, you know, with the virus going on, they're supposed to be kind of distancing. However, it's so difficult not to go into that environment, especially when the energy is flowing. All of a sudden, right when you went on stage, I saw some people start like kind of start a little bit of a mosh pit. And I'm just like... Yeah, there is no way that I'm resisting this. There's a couple <laughs> of people that looked at me like, okay, who's going to be the guy that just starts launching people? And everyone pointed at the guy wearing this like neck gear that looked like a Guy Fox mask. And I'm just like, guys, what the heck? I'm, I'm normally the guy that just ends up either launching people or getting knocked down and getting beat up in the process. So for you guys to pick me out as the guy's like, yeah, that's the guy that's going to end up wrecking everybody. I, I felt honored. I felt honored. <laughs> Yeah, that was like, I think I got to walk into the crowd of that show and Sita got into the crowd there too. And so it was like, we're like giving the mic to people and they're screaming and it's like, you know what, like everything that's happened 
and all the like the curveballs we've been thrown this year it doesn't matter because people are still like being connected through this music thing you know it's like nothing's gonna stop gfm and nothing's gonna stop this entire music scene because you know it's it goes deeper than just like concerts and everything you have that connection on a deeper level and so when you do get to come back and it's like it's gonna rear its head it's like no you can't hold me back we're coming back (laughs) oh exactly and once concerts do come back it's something where i know there's gonna be a lot of people that are just gonna flock to these live venues whichever live venues are still standing because right now there's a lot of independent venues that are not getting any money coming there's a lot that are closing down which absolutely sucks because then once stuff comes back, there's going to be less chances for people to go and see live music. And that's what people really want to do. Because again, it's that family vibe. It's that connectivity with other people and with the bands as well. Because there are some people that connect so well with music and with your music as well to where when they're having bad days to when they're just not feeling themselves, they put on GFM music and they feel like themselves over again. And it turns their day around instantaneously. Everyone has a band like that. And I know a lot of members of Team GFN have that with you guys. So they're waiting for those concerts to come back in full force. All of a sudden you guys are doing shows like 20 shows a month. And all of a sudden you're going around the entire United States and everyone's flocking to these shows. And all of a sudden you're starting to see these different posts on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, hell, even TikTok videos of you guys just up on stage going absolutely crazy. All of a sudden people are gonna be wondering who the heck are these girls that literally are just like, okay, they're playing this pop punk. Oh my God. Now they're screaming. What is this? And all of a sudden, cause whenever I hear the beauty core thing, I'm like, I always try and describe it to people as, Take the pop punk signs of Paramore, but also the roughness and the genre blending that a day to remember can do. Put it together and then boom, you get beauty core, which just is, <laughs> I think it's a good way to put it. But even if it isn't, I, that's the way I describe it anyway. So I'm just sticking with it. <laughs> I feel like that's the most accurate description you can like get because it is very hard to describe what beauty core is. Yeah. <laughs> and if I just hit the nail on the head. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> So one thing I do want to ask about is when it comes to those live shows, because you said you played about six or seven during this time, what was the largest crowd that you ended up getting? And again, what was like the overall reception of that show? Because with people waiting for shows, people wanting to get out even during this pandemic, I mean, like you said, with that energy being something more like a show over in Europe versus a regular show over in the US, I mean, the energies had to be absolutely bonkers. Yeah, I think... Either we played a concert um, festival called Kingdom Come Festival in July. That was like the first show we played this summer. And then we played a show in Ocala. Um, oh when was that? September, October? I don't I think know. October. That was crazy. There was a couple hundred people at either of those shows. Um, we like, we're terrible at like gauging the amount of people there. But there was like a, a, at least a couple hundred people there. Um, and like that was both those shows. It was just like people were like just waiting to be told like they could do whatever they wanted it was basically like they packaged all their energy up and we're waiting for this one moment mm-hmm. and it just bursted especially <laughs> we played the ocala show and we hadn't played florida in like almost a year i think mm-hmm. because we played in january and i think that was maybe the last time we played in florida at all because everything shut down and so they've been wanting us to come back we're like yeah we'll come back we're trying we're trying we're trying and so we finally did and just everybody came out everybody that we knew everybody that we hadn't seen in like the entire year everybody was there like there's at least three people at least three people (laughs) like they were crowd surfing they were trying to jump on the stage and then jump off and like it was just the more um into like the night it got the crazier people got and we were the headliners and we didn't go on until midnight maybe 11 maybe midnight sometime around then and people were still like 
just going just as hard and they had saved all of their energy which is so crazy because they were going extremely hard for all the bands and then they like found like another 100 to put into it when we went on the stage just think of like what you imagine when someone says energy drinks <laughs> that is the energy like if you there. gave like a five-year-old an entire pack of monsters oh like God. that's what happened <laughs> honestly yikes now that's the kind of energy not only we have to have at concerts like going forward but just forever and ever and ever because that's the kind of energy that just drives those shows that when people look back and even like myself when i look back at shows it's the shows that have that immense energy and that immense just passion from not only the fans but from the band on stage as well and that connectivity i mean you just get to do all this crazy stuff. You're seeing people jumping off of the stage. You're seeing the band even going into the crowd because I saw you girls going to the crowd as well playing when you guys were doing it in Green Bay. And just everything about it is just that kind of connectivity and that kind of energy is just something that fans will remember from now even until they did the day they die. And then their kids are going to remember it because they're probably <laughs> telling the stories over and over and over and over and over again. Yeah, which is exactly just, especially for us playing on stage, we feed off of the crowd. And so the amount of energy they're giving where you're like we're able to give more back because it's like oh yeah these people are into it i'm into it too and it just makes you so happy on stage and it just makes you want to go even harder and that's and that's the best way to go about it too because i was talking with who was it with uh bill champlin former uh uh keyboardist and singer for the band chicago for about 28 years i was speaking oh, wow. with him the day before we shot this or yesterday for people on the youtube live stream so again hello but we were talking about just when it comes to concerts, it's all about the passion that the band has for the music and how that ends up relating to the crowd as well. Because if you're playing with the passion that you put in there, the crowd's going to interact with that passion on a deeper level and they're going to just give it right back to you. It's going to be like a ping pong match, just going back and forth, back and forth to the point where, I mean, you're going to have people like at that Ocala show just going absolutely nuts like a five-year-old after drinking a case of Monster. <laughs> but that's going to be a couple hundred people at a time. And then once COVID's over, it's going to go from a couple hundred to hopefully a couple thousand. Yeah, exactly. It's just an amazing experience. And it's something that's so hard to explain for someone who hasn't experienced that. And it's something that like I hope everybody has a chance to experience that kind of show one day. And if you keep putting out shows like that, I mean, eventually everyone's going to end up experiencing something like that because just with the energy that you girls put into those shows and put into the music as well and just how, especially with the EP that you guys came out last year, Oh, the Horror, I know we talked about that last year, but just the way it was all blended, jeez, I mean, it's going to be really hard. And you ended up coming out with a new EP this year called Operation Takeover, which came out in September However, you guys were releasing singles for it all the way back in January because I still remember when I don't want your fancy or I don't need your fancy. I'm always going to mess it up because I can never remember what the actual name is. I know it's one or the other. I got to quickly pull it up so I don't sound too silly because I know Team GFM might be like, how do you not remember this? Because, well, <laughs> you know, I've got seven concussions over the course of my many years on Earth. So sometimes some things go in and go out and I can't remember certain things. But I pull up it as I don't need your fantasy. That is it. So because you guys came out with that one back in January and I still remember hearing it and I just thought, you pretty much took this whole take on a punk rock track and like blended it with the beauty core style. And at first I'm like, this is really interesting because I'm a huge punk rock fan. I love bands like rise against my favorite band. There's anti-flag Pennywise love listening to the dead Kennedys and hearing this. I'm just like that punk rock, just raw vigor and just anger within the music that can be brought out was brought out in this song from you guys. So that was something when I heard, I thought, huh, this <laughs> is different. It's good. And it's different. <laughs> Yeah, that one was just, it was such a fun song to write because we wrote that with um, Damon Starkey. He's a local producer here in Florida. 
and he like has toured with Puddle of Mud, he's toured with Burn Season, so he was like very much in that era of music, and so we were just kind of like just messing around. We're like, yeah. we were roasting a person that didn't exist. We're like, if this person, like, if you really did not like a person, what would you say to them? We're just like, you know, you've been played so many times, you make the perfect Barbie. Like, we're just joking around. And we're like, why don't we actually use that? <laughs> and we were laughing so hard. Like, when you laugh at something, you know you have to use it. Which like all the shower thoughts, you know, when you go back yeah. in an argument, like two years ago in the shower, and you're like, I should have said this to them. <laughs> it's like all of those roasts compiled into a song. Yeah, and just stuff that we were just randomly coming up with. And we're just like, you know what? Don't even think, just write it down. Let's just go for it. And then like, you can revise it after. And so it was just so fun. And we were just laughing the whole time. And it, and it worked out too, because the, the energy just came out of that song. And then again, when you played it live and I saw it live, it was one of the more exciting songs that you played live. I mean, there were so many of the songs that were just like, got the crowd going, but this one was just that extra enhanced just energy that had behind it because i've been to plenty punk rock shows in my time i mean i'm not a young whippersnapper anymore at 26 years old i should get myself a cane and a walker by now but when i lit when i heard that one and i compared it to something like this the energy that the crowd had and just how it was all brought out in the song and in the crowd it reminded me when i went to went to go see uh anti-flag back in september of 2019 just because the crowd was just bonkers and everyone was just feeding off that energy of just the roughness and the rawness behind especially the drumming as well just with that harder hit on the snare just perfect way to go about it and it just fed off of the fans fed off of you guys it was perfect so i really like the way that one came out yeah that one just so fun to play on stage live because i always get stuck either like screaming or singing and so i was like i'll do the verses see date you take the courses so i can run around and so <laughs> it's just it's just a very fun song and especially with like faster songs, we love playing those live because you can really like, you get into it and the crowd gets into it and you can get them screaming and stuff. And like, just like the hey parts, we've never had like a <laughs> hey in our songs. So we're like, let's just do that. Let's get the crowd to scream hey. And so it's just a really fun song. And then you get that whole crowd participation thing already built into that song. So even if there's people that really don't know that much of GFM or seen you for the first time, like at a festival or something, just coming in like, oh, this band seems interesting. I'm going to go see them. All of a sudden, after one chorus on that song, they're going to know the whole entire hey part to it. So they're able to get into it right away. It invites other fans that don't really know you guys all that well to come in and get into the song. And all of a sudden, they're going to start getting into the energy of it. And then when the other songs start coming through and through, they're already going to have that energy built up in them. And they're going to be able to transfer that over into the other songs throughout the rest of the set. Yeah. And I just want to keep going, hey, <laughs> the whole entire way through. And then when Operation Takeover came out in uh, September, I ended up reviewing it for our YouTube channel. And I'm always completely honest with my reviews. So I always try and I always try and put everything in a complete context to where, in my opinion, when it came from um, Operation Takeover to All the Horror, I didn't think Operation Takeover was as good as All the Horror was. And what I mean by that is that's in comparison because I remember we talked last year, I really liked All the Horror like crazy. <laughs> just the way it was blended, everything was almost like precise down to the core and just everything was flowed really well. My first couple of listeners for Operation Takeover, the blending was there, but sometimes I didn't think the blending was nearly as crisp. But as time has gone on, I've actually started to take more to the Operation Takeover EP because I've started to really listen to some more things. Of course, that's what happens with time. Just it starts to grow on you a little bit. And the two songs that really grew on me, one was Selfish and the other one is I think the one that Team GFM absolutely loved the most. And that's one, which was Smile. Yeah, which is so crazy because we did try to make this one more raw and less like 
blended together we wanted everything to be to the extreme on each end so like the softer songs were all the way to like the pop punk like singy songy and then the heavy ones were all the way to heavy so there was a little bit of disconnect between the songs so we tried to do that on purpose because we wanted to really test ourselves and challenge how far we could go in each category yeah and so like the songs like selfish we are some of our camp didn't actually like that song at first so we fought for it we're like no we gotta do this this is a, like a heart passion song this is like spill your heart out like let it all hang out on the floor and so we were working on it with um eric our producer and we're like eric you gotta help us whenever went over the crowd and so he's like don't worry i'll add some synth in there it'll be great and so he changed the whole intro part and added like the little synth part and we're like thank you Mm. chef's kiss <laughs> and, and then especially smile it's just something that was so tongue-in-cheek and we really wanted that like kind of making fun of yourself song and it, it is that tackling those experiences of people telling you oh hey you should smile more oh why don't you look happy and it's like making fun of those experiences because if you take yourself too seriously and if you take all of that and like the negativity too seriously then it is going to harp on you and it's going to break you down then we've learned to just kind of laugh at everything and laugh at yourself and just have everybody surrounding you be so positive to like be able to pull you up and laugh at everything together and so these things that should actually tear you down they only make you stronger and they only make you just (laughs) (laughs) it is it just keeps you going and it and it's very much like ha I was the stronger person and didn't let it get to me (laughs) And what I mean, the first time I'll go to Selfish first off, because the first thing that brought me into that one was the chorus, because when I listened to it, it had this certain flow that I was like, okay, what it has this pop punk flow to it, but it seemed like it was inspired by us. Like, I'm trying to figure out what song it was inspired by just listening to it over and over. I'm like, okay, just listen to the chorus going through it, through it. And then it hit me and I'm like, okay, I know kind of an, like where you were going with this in terms of kind of the construction with the pop punk sense. And I think the inspiration really comes from some 41 still waiting. Cause I heard, I'm like the pattern, just the way it's just the way it's constructed and the way that the, the chorus hits you. I'm like, this feels a lot like the way that still waiting would hit you from some 41. So that was what drew me into that one initially. But then when it comes to smile, cause at first I thought, Oh, this is interesting. I'm like, something feels like I've heard this before. And the first, and like after a while, I was trying to figure it out and all of a sudden, boom, it hit me just the way, especially with the chanting style in there, especially in the intro, I felt like you were trying to really get the energy and get the vigor similar to what bring me the horizon did on happy song off of that's a spirit in 2015. Yeah. That's exactly what we were trying to emanate. And because we have like the cheerleading outfits and everything, we're like, why don't we have like a song with cheerleading in it already? Like, that's just kind of like a no brainer. Why wouldn't we have done that already? And so we wanted to definitely like pull inspiration from that because we're like, that's like such a unique thing to do. Let's do that in our song too. (laughs) And when it comes down to it too, with what you were talking about with trying to do different things on these songs, really push things to the extreme and challenge yourselves. While at times like compared to Oh, the horror where again, on my standpoint, I liked Oh the horror much more in comparison. However, if you didn't try and challenge yourself to an operation takeover, when you guys start writing new things, you're going to go from these experiences as well, where things really worked out on this, on this EP as well. Some things may not have worked out as well in terms of not only other people's pains, but your opinions as well, which of course your opinions matter more than anybody else's because you're the ones making the art. But when it comes down to it, you're going to know certain things now that you didn't know beforehand because you put it in a practice, you tried it, you put out some songs and just see what happens. And that's what ends up happening where you go back in the studio, you go back into the, as Dexter would say, the laboratory. 
and just really <laughs> run through it and just, you know, all of a sudden you're going to come out with something that hits with the exact same vigor, but with the GFM style, like, and just takes over the world like a day to remember did with uh, Homesick back in 2009. The Like the building blocks are there. Trust me on this. I've listened to the music. I've, I've even got people in from uh, MSOTD Rocks every time I'm on the live stream. There's a couple of people that are always like, dude, play GFM if you can. I'm like... Yeah, you know I'm going to. Just give it some time, guys. I'm listen- We've got some Rise Against going right now. Let me get through that. Then we'll go to some GFM. But what ends up happening is it's going to end up happening. I can I can tell it's going to work. And a big asset to that can be when it comes to just building on the sound and really getting the sound out there to the masses is Team GFM. Because I've seen groupings of fans really get galvanized and really push the music out to other places like to radio, to different um like reactors, just really working on that to really garner the whole attention for the band in a larger sense. I've seen it work. I've been a part of those. So (laughs) I think Team GFM is great for you guys to really kind of grow your sound by then just requesting it to be played on radio. Hell, even on Octane, you could request it on Octane and it would fit. Yeah, which is what we're so, so grateful for Team GFM and everything they're doing because it has gone so much farther than we ever expected it to grow. And even just this year. Yeah, even just this year. Because when we started, like we were following people to hopefully get them to follow us back. And those people have stayed with us since the very beginning. Like they're like, you guys followed me back in like 2011. I've been following you since (laughs) then. And it's just like everything has grown so much. And these fans that are coming together and like, becoming friends and we've had people carpool together to shows when they live like states apart and they like have flown in and then flown together to come to a show and people are buying like 50 cds to hand out other people concerts to get everyone to listen to gfm and it's like they're going to the extreme to share our music to share mm-hmm. our like social media to share just everything that encompasses gfm and like We're everyone who's buying merch everyone who comes to shows and comes to every live stream that we do like it, it's this mass that is growing and it's such a crazy thing to watch and to see new people join and you're like wait i've seen seen them like the last like three live streams now they're in our discord what now they're like a a constant member what now they have merch what now they're coming to a show what and so it's just like you get to see everything grow along and you get to see our own little pokemon yeah like we have our little pokemon yeah we have this giant team and we're gonna go into battle it's like pokemon but then like they're mixed into like the power rangers and they go (laughs) more free mighty rangers they go doom it's like this giant team gfm monster and so it's just (laughs) everybody is just coming together there's like it's the friendships though that are being made which is so cool I feel like the next time you put on an album or an EP, that should be the cover is just the team GFM monster. Oh my word. (laughs) And literally have it just be like a giant, like Charizard lookalike thing in Power Ranger suit. It it might be really wacky and really out there. However, it does seem kind of, it could be right up your alley. So if you use it, hey, if not, okay. (laughs) But it has to be all pink. Someone just said we're all potatoes. (laughs) (laughs) That is like the crazy we started drawing people as potatoes on a live stream and now everybody wants to be a potato i mean that, that, that's also something you can do as well like i said something you can do as well because you have that connectivity with the fans so when people see it you're basically calling out your community right there and it's like hey we love you guys on a live stream we drew you guys as potatoes and now the album cover or the ep cover what is it it's it's team gfm potato style <laughs> It's just all the different types of potatoes. <laughs> it's called 
Wait, wait, what, what do you always say about the, the potato? Potatoes are versatile. <laughs> it's called versatile. Versatility. <laughs> I mean, they are versatile. You can have a mash baked. Um, oh, you can man. French fry them. You can waffle They're fry so them. Much. Um, in grade school or middle school, a lot of people use them to conduct electricity. I mean, you can do so many things with a potato. There's literally, that's what we tell our fans. We're like, don't feel bad if you feel like you're a potato. There is so much you can do if you're a potato. I mean, Everyone if, loves potatoes. If you're a potato, you can you can go on Drake and Josh and break Josh Peck's foot by being fired out of a ga- out of a gun right at him while he's holding a barbell up above his head. Yeah, oh, I, I, I still watch that show every now and again. So, yeah. I, had to, I felt like I had to pull that reference out of somewhere. I'm like, you know what? This is the perfect time to use it. I really want to use it at some point on a podcast, and I'm glad it was because TMGFM likes to be drawn as potatoes. <laughs> But one thing that I've been impressed with the three of you this year has also been the growth of your social media presence. Because I remember back at the beginning of the year, you guys were under 10,000 followers on Instagram and Team GFM wasn't the as big as it is now. But then throughout the year, all of a sudden, you guys got over 10,000 followers on Instagram, which then ended up leading you into you going into TikTok. And then all of a sudden, I just kept seeing videos of you guys. I don't, I'm not on TikTok, but I kept seeing posts on videos all of a sudden, okay, Team GFM, okay, you got a thousand views here, a thousand views here. All of a sudden, there was one that just shot up over a hundred thousand. I don't even know what it's at right now, but I saw it shoot up. I'm like, huh, they got something. <laughs> I mean, if all of a sudden, especially on TikTok right now, where you're definitely dealing with a much younger audience in comparison to myself, you know, the old gangly <laughs> senior citizen at 26 years old. But it's something where those kids that are on TikTok now that are watching this stuff, they're getting into GFM as well. They're getting into that sound. They're getting into that style. And they're going to be the ones that are going to continue to galvanize behind the band for years to come as well. Yeah. And this is exactly something that we really took for granted when we first heard of TikTok, where it's like, no, we're not going to do it. I don't want to be on TikTok. And it's just really like inserting yourselves into all these media platforms and giving them the time that they deserve going live when I'm on all the platforms um that's just something we've really dived into and how to do too. yeah just like being yourself and not trying to like chase trends or chase what you think is going to be popular just like being yourself and that's what people are going to really enjoy watching you be you instead of being someone that you think that they'll like because it, it really does feed through the camera if you're being mm-hmm. fake or if you're being genuine in yourself and like we've drawn people's potatoes we tried to do like weird challenges like where your arms feel like they're falling through the floor and like people have flocked to our streams like watch that instead of us like trying to do like the newest challenge or whatever like they they want to see you and and that's something that we've learned throughout this entire year and like being on live streams like doing the trends but Mm -hmm. sometimes us is just playing call of duty we played like bts uno on like five different streams and like everybody's donating because they they, they want me to win or they want lou to win or they want Cena to win and it's like people are just having so much fun watching us play like bts uno like they can't even see the cards (laughs) it's just like fun stuff like that it's just something that we didn't realize we could take advantage of and like really do and we are having so much fun on the live streams now and it's where it was before it was like a chore to go live and now it's like we're really being very appreciative of the opportunity we have and like just really putting in a hundred percent and it's it really shows that's why we're growing so much and it's just like you don't grow until you like really accept yourself and then like people can see that and they really love that which is just something that we've really enjoyed learning and the fact that you've learned that is going to take you so much further not only through the rest of 2020 but also into 2021 and beyond as well because 
it seems like every single time you take a look at people that are on social media, these more prominent people, I'm talking about the most prominent people on there for whatever uh, platform it is. They're always being their most genuine selves. And I'll throw over to Twitch as well, because I know you're on Twitch as well. You're streaming stuff like Call of Duty. I saw you're streaming like Left 4 Dead 2. I thought, man, I, man, I should definitely get the old uh, Xbox 360, uh, Xbox Live subscription back and then be like, hey, can I just join in on one of these? Just because you never know. It might happen. I still play Left 4 Dead every now and again. And just always play as Ellis because every time he talks about his good buddy Keith, it always just is hilarious. But when it comes to just being yourselves genuinely on all these different live streams, that's what's going to connect with people because they're really connecting with you. They're not connecting with the persona that you're trying to create. And then when they see you live, that genuineness is going to come out and they're just going to really connect with it. I mean, take a look at, especially on Twitch, take a look at what uh, Ronnie Radke of Falling in Reverse is doing, where all of a sudden he's just being himself, just always talking, just not holding back on anything, but that is who he is. And it's just gotten up to a point where at one point he was the second most subscribed account or yeah, paid subscriber account on Twitch. I think he's down to like 20 right now, but that's what ends up happening. But the fact of the matter is, is the growth there is absolutely insane. And the fact that you figure that out, you learn that and you're making it so that when you're doing these live streams, they are fun as all hell and you're enjoying them. That's the key that's really going to come out and that's going to bring in so much more quality to these live streams, so much more quality to what you're doing. And the fans are going to end up feeling that end up going to reciprocate with enjoying it a lot more, following a lot more, telling their friends and also buying a lot of CDs and then hand them out to people when they get a chance. They're like, hey, check this out. Here you go. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> you get a CD. You get a CD. You get a CD. It's, it's like Team GFM is basically turning to Oprah at this point. <laughs> I am so like totally okay with that. <laughs> So Team GFM, if, if if you guys are listening to this, either during the YouTube live stream or once the podcast comes out, yeah, keep on doing that because it's working. It's working, guys. Trust A round me. of applause for Team GFM. I'm actually going to do the whole round of applause thing because, well, I learned that in like first grade or something. I very rarely pulled it out. I pulled it out at work once and it didn't go over very well, unfortunately. <laughs> what you going to do? Can't win them all. <laughs> They don't really get my style. And also even like before the whole entire pandemic thing happened, because with the full-time job I work, I was in the office and there was one day I did wear the, uh, Oh, the horror t-shirt. Cause I'm like, I just want to see what happens. Cause most time I'd wear t-shirts from like, uh, either rise against motionless and white ice nine kills, all like the crazy, like Halloween inspired ones. And people were just like, what the heck is this guy wearing? All of a sudden I come with the, Oh, the horror one. Everyone's like, wait, 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 what is that? And I'm like, Oh, just, just pull up this band, go for it somewhere, search GFM, you'll find them. And I had a couple people look at me like, how did you find this band? And I'm just like, he, 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 I got my ways. Just go, just go enjoy the music. You'll, you'll keep liking it. That's so funny. We love hearing stories like that. And especially when people are just so shocked at like the merch, they're like, what is that? And then they look it up, they're like, where can I get one? <laughs> Well, yeah, when it's when you have that kind of merge that really just kind of just plays with the wait, what is this? But it just has this cool property to it where people are just going to really get into it. Yeah, people are going to want to just look at it and be like, you know, I want some of that. And all of a sudden, where can I get that? And all of a sudden, next thing you know, you're getting orders for like 10 more T-shirts because these people are buying them. All of a sudden, they're like sending their friends, buying them for their kids as well. Because, I mean, even when I was at that Green Bay show, I remember waiting in line just to get in. And there was like a family of like five or six that were in front of me. And all the kids were maybe under the age of eight. And they all had on like the GFM cheerleader tops. I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh my God, they've got like really small kids into their music. 
I'm like, and I'm thinking, do I tell them like that they go like with the unclean screams? All they go hard. I'm like, wait a minute, but if they're already wearing that stuff. They already know. So, yeah, these kids are definitely going on the right path musically. I'm just thinking, just rock on, just rock on. That's the cutest thing. I love like all the little kids that can come to the shows and they're wearing the shirts or like their parents will like cut the big ones up and tie them so they fit them or like they're like the cool like uh, like designs in them and stuff. And it's just like. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of who you're going to become. You're literally creating a whole generation of just rock and metal fans. And it's really needed at this point. So again, big round of applause for you. <laughs> but for everyone that's also watching this on the YouTube stream right now, I will issue all of you a challenge and please hear me out on this challenge because this is something I've seen work in the past, and this is for Team GFM as well. And I mentioned it earlier, but I will actually describe why this works. So when I mentioned about everything going on with the bands that I've seen that have really grown when their fans have been galvanized and just basically pushing stuff out online and just basically requesting things be played, trust me, it works. One of my favorite bands that have been upcoming, the only other band to be interviewed on this podcast three times, which is Kingdom Collapse. I have a podcast with the lead singer, Jonathan Norris, coming out on December 17th. So if you're listening to this after or when the, my podcast comes out on our channel, yeah, just go check it out. But for everyone on the live stream on YouTube, December 17th, we talk about this because they have their own group as well. And what ended up happening was when their single Uprise came out, so many people were just constantly requesting it on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, calling into Octane to have it played. It was the number one played song on Octane for two weeks. And... Oh. Goodness. And they're and they've been talks with some other groups to basically get on tour once twenty twenty one hits. I'm not going to say what groups, but this is basically the best way to put it. The size of the shows that they'd be playing just by themselves before the pandemic. When I saw them, I saw them in a bar. There's about a hundred people there. The shows that be they'd be playing after the pandemic would be in the thousands. So it happens. There's also two other bands I can think of: Any Given Sin and Saul. Their albums and their songs have been pushed on Octane for the past like five months. And the amount of people that know their music and how amount that they've grown in that time has been absolutely insane. I've been following it every step of the way. So trust me when I say this, it works. So the challenge for you, Team GFM, is this. Pick a song off of Operation Takeover. My suggestion for this specifically is Smile because I think it is the one that people will really get into right from the start. And the challenge is whatever radio station it is, what, as long as it deals with rock, metal, or whatever it might be that really would fit Smile's style and GFM style, request it as much as you can. Whether Even if it's your local radio station, even if it's Sirius XM Octane, because that is a huge platform as well. Just keep like messaging Grant Random and tell him to play it. It works. I've seen it work before. It can work to help grow GFM from that point where all of a sudden they're getting to that six-figure monthly uh, listener stream on Spotify to then seven figures. So all of a sudden, then instead of seeing them at tour, on tour when they're like with a couple hundred people, you're going to be seeing them with a couple thousand. I've seen it work. I know it works. So the challenge is to make it happen. Make it happen. Copy you right here. <laughs> <laughs> and, if you, and if you forget about it, well, um, I'm going to keep pushing it as well because when the podcast comes out on my end, which will be right before Christmas because – that's kind of the thing I've come up with both GFM and King Collapse. I want to do podcasts right before Christmas for the end of the year, kind of look back at the year that was, and then also keep talking about this stuff because it's so much fun. But again, that's the challenge going into the rest of the year and through 2021 is just keep requesting this stuff everywhere you possibly can and in every which way. Tweet at the people. Just comment on their Instagram posts. 
send them Facebook messages. Just even though it kind of seems like it's spammy a little bit, but when they end up playing it, this is the other key too. When they end up playing it, be sure to whatever, however you reach out to them, reach out to them the same way and give them a thank you because that also adds to it and that goes a long way as well. Exactly, yeah. And it's once it's starting playing, like be there when it plays too and keep requesting it to play. <laughs> exactly, because then all of a sudden, again, you're going to get to that point where you're going to be seeing GFM on stage with crowds in the thousands. Uh, trust me, I know it works. <laughs> And the challenge has now been set. Dun, dun, dun. It's starting now. <laughs> I'm kind of expecting right after I start seeing Twitter, like just start going off with certain people requesting smile be played on different places. I'm going to look at the, after this is over, I'm going on Twitter. I'm going to search up the hashtag Octane or SiriusXM Octane. And I hope to see like 10, 20, 30 tweets from Team GFM requesting it to be played on there. Because even if they don't know about it, they're going to know about it now. They are. You heard them. You heard him right here. Use the hashtag GFM on Octane. Oh, that's a good one, too. Use the hashtag GFM on Octane. It's going to be easier for me to find it then, too. Use the hashtag GFM on Octane and tell them to play Smile every single day until they do it. And if they do it, we'll think of something special to do. And also, if they do do it and they play it on Octane, here's my next thing for you. Keep doing it again. Just keep doing it. 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 Because you can get to a point where all of a sudden smiles be played on Octane like 30 or 40 times. And then when you look at the big ones, like top songs played of the week, they're going to be in the top 10. I, I, again, I've seen this work consistently <laughs> for the past five months between Saul's King of Misery and Any, any Given Sins and uh, Insidious. They've been up there for the past five months, five months. Goodness, and so these crazy. are independent bands as well. This works. I feel like I'm like pitching like some weird kind of like pyramid scheme right now, but this works. <laughs> it's like oh, order now for like forty nine ninety nine plus shipping and handling. It's ten payments. <laughs> but if you order the next five minutes, you get the you get a whole entire second set for free. Oh but wait, God. there's more. <laughs> you also get the my pillow with it as well. Don't my my pillow. I have one. That's actually pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> I have actually two of those and. <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm going back to a different pillow now because it really does help with my sleep. Now I'm getting really weird into this going like full on infomercial again, never expecting things to happen on the podcast in a very natural way, but that's the way I love about it because wacky things happen all the time. And that's the, that's the best kind of podcast ever because then you just get to have a whole bunch of fun on them, talk music. And then all of a sudden you start pitching a whole infomercial to people. <laughs> Those are the best ones, though. If you're not having fun, then, like, why are you doing it, you know? And, heck, even when this episode comes out, I mean, I'm going to keep, like, when I do all my promotion stuff for it, every, I'm going to keep up there. Oh, like, request Smile on Octane, hashtag GFM on Octane. Like, put it everywhere. I'm going to put it as much play, as many places as I can because, the, honestly, this has to happen. Due to the fact that your sound has the quality and has the blending ability to be on those platforms and not only be on them because – a lot of your songs have the ability to be on, but there are certain songs that have the ability to be on Octane and take off with a lot of power, with a lot of vigor. And it's it's refreshing to hear it as well, too, because there's a lot of stuff on Octane where it kind of has a little bit of a similar sound right now. And some of the stuff you girls got going, yeah, it's going to take people and just be like, huh? What was that? And all of a sudden they're going to go in and start listening to more stuff. And then you're going to have like three or four times more the GFM members, Team GFM members, then right now, as of like January 31st, 2021, that's what I'm hoping for. And well, I'm going to try and make a big push to do that as well, because, well, that just seems like a good idea. 
It's gonna be just the the everyone's New Year's resolution. Get GFM on Octane. Weekly. 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 I was gonna say instead of just get GFM on Octane, the resolution should be get GFM and keep GFM on Octane. It's gotta be two parts of that. Those are the two. Those are the only ones you're allowed to have this year. <laughs> I mean, and, and and then there's also another one as well. And the other resolution is more like a uh, more like a goal that you're gonna want to achieve, and that is. Because hopefully once 2021 comes through and with everything that happened with 2020 with the pandemic, hopefully we get to a point where all of a sudden live music is back in full force. And your other resolution or goal should be to at some point in 2021 see GFM live. If you have seen them live already, go do it again because you know exactly how much fun it is. If you haven't seen them live though, yeah, you're going to want to go do it because, I mean, you heard us talk about it. It It's so much fun to go see the girls live. You're going to have to do it. It's a goal. It's a choice. It's like a pilgrimage in a way. But also, as we are closing out 2020, what can we expect from your girls in 2021 as of right now? And I know, again, with everything going on with the pandemic, there's a lot of stuff that's just up in the air. But what are are there any like plans to just really go and do something crazy or really just go and continue on with the way you're going with growing things on Twitch, growing on uh, TikTok, growing all over social media as well? Any interesting plans that you're willing to share? Because if there's something that's super duper secret, then we can just kind of play the what is it game and then just get people intrigued by it until it comes out. We definitely are going to continuously grow on all of our social media platforms, definitely pushing that out as hard as we can. We have a Christmas show. It's like a Facebook live stream event on December 23rd. And it's going to be like GFM meets like SNL for Christmas. Um, and it's just gonna be like a very fun time. Like we're excited. Derek's gonna be there. Princess Milk's gonna be there. Like all these people are showing up. All of, Susan will also be there. Um, it's just gonna be a very fun time. And then for next year, there's definitely a lot of stuff in the works. A lot of our festivals from this year transferred over, so we're super excited about that to be able to get back out on the road, hopefully, and those stay. Um, and we're just very looking forward to like push as hard as we can to get back out. Uh, we have a ton of stuff in the works, ton of shows in the works to hopefully be out for a very long time. So if we are, if that's still allowed to happen, you heard the man, you have to come to a show. It's not uh, questionable. It's mandatory. If we are <laughs> near you, you have to come. And we also toured a castle the other day. So I'm just going to put that out there. That's, that's maybe something in the future that's, that's going to be with GFM. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Toured a castle? <laughs> That's, a, like that's a, real, a thing. A real life castle. We were there. Um, <laughs> why? And I'm just I'm curious because I've got a feeling it's for some it's for some wacky like music video, some wacky thing you guys doing on social media. Because if you guys toured a castle just for the sake of touring a castle, I feel like there's some kind of ulterior motive in there. But if it's just the sake of just hey, we want to go tour a castle, we're just gonna have some fun with it. So Bing Bang Boom, we're gonna tour a castle. Heck, that's awesome. The motivation is the secret right now. <laughs> oh, so that's the secret thing. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and, and but I've also always wanted to go to a castle. So maybe we just went to go. Maybe we're moving. To a castle? <gasps> oh my word, the new GFM house. It's not the Hype house, it's the GFM castle. <laughs> <laughs> and then we also got new merch too. We did get new merch. It's actually it wearing actually it. Wearing the new hoodie, we have one in pink as well. It's a dark gray with pink logos. And we have a new hat. It says hashtag beauty core with GFM. Oh, nice. 
And when this podcast does release, one thing I will make sure of is for everyone that is listening, when you take a look at the description of the podcast on YouTube, Spotfile Podcast, Google Play, iHeartRadio, all the links will be there for everything for GFSM social media, for where you can stream their music, and for their merch and their website as well. So that you guys always have that one-stop shop. Just click, bing, bang, boom. Make it as easy as possible so that, um, yeah, you guys can just quickly buy some of this stuff because I, I feel like my wallet's going to get a little bit lighter after this podcast. So we'll we'll see what happens. I mean, this <laughs> I, I wouldn't, don't be surprised if all of a sudden you see me wearing one of those gray sweatshirts on a podcast coming up in the next like Very month. Comfortable. It's actually so soft. We just got them in today because they were for pre-order until they came in and they are so soft on the inside. Like I was genuinely shocked how soft they were. I was very surprised. I might steal one. <laughs> Alrighty. So let me do this. Let's go to, uh, let's, let's turn to <laughs> GFM on, on Google right now. Is it I mean, right now? <laughs> yeah. I mean, this, You'd be surprised. This isn't the first time I've tr- I've actually gone to order merch during a podcast, but this is one of the first times I've done. Yep, I see the hoodie right there. Let's see. Ooh, it's in medium already. Yeah, let's let's just go to buy it now. That just seems like a better idea for me. Yeah. T- okay. Come Here you on. have it, boys and girls. Oh, a live purchasing. How to purchase Your best one. Yeah, I mean, I'm, and then this is, I this is crazy. Buy who buys merch live on a podcast <laughs> I, I feel like and if, and if this is something that only i've ever done then i am super happy about that okay i gotta type in the right address <laughs> if i because if i screw that up then that is a very bad thing um ooh, got it done okay and one thing i will not do is say my credit card information on the <laughs> podcast that just seems like a really bad idea but um let's see yeah da 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 Da, da, da. I'm, I'm already i'm like blanking podcast, on it but it would also go out to youtube live so yeah, yeah this, this is even better it's like it's on youtube as well right now um one <laughs> everyone's just buying sweatshirts sweatshirts on the podcast yeah this is if this is if this is anything for you guys like if you want to buy a sweatshirt on the podcast like just go do it right now okay let's hit the pay now button everyone do it together this yeah everyone is a, do it together a, hit the pay now button building experience a team building experience everyone buys this, this, yeah this time. is a team gfm team building exercise right here right now where let's see um well let me move the camera over a little bit so really bought it he did it I literally did it. <laughs> so at some point, if you are all TFG, all team GFM fans on YouTube right now, if you check out the Corporate Russian podcast, check out all the bands that we've had on there. Again, a lot of the bands have uh, mentioned like King Clap, Saul, um, bands like Throw the Fight, Kill Lights, No Resolve. We've had them on the podcast. Well, you can always check everything out. And heck, I haven't ever bought some of their merch live on the podcast, but I bought, <laughs> I bought that sweatshirt that Lou's wearing right now. I just bought it. Yeah. Now and when you, he bought a sweatshirt while we're recording the podcast. Really? Yep. He's going to match Lou. Oh, my word. <laughs> That's hilarious. Only on the Core Progression Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. And then one other thing that you mentioned was with a lot of the festivals that you had going on in 2020 being rescheduled for 2021. Hopefully everyone saved their tickets for it or were transferred tickets over to 2021 so that when those uh, festivals do come back, you're able to see GFM because... um. Let me tell you, I did that as well. I still have the Life Fest ticket for 2020 that transferred to 2021. I've still got it set. And I also have my idea for Rock Fest in Kadat, Wisconsin, like the week after Life Fest, which I know GFM is on the bill for. I have that set as well. So, I mean, you can see them two straight weekends in a row in 2021. 
hopefully that happens because that just sounds like a great two weekends right there. That would be the absolute like perfect way to spend your summer. Just watching GFM. Oh, Lord. <laughs> this is not biased anything or anything. I'm not, I'm not biased. <laughs> yeah, we're not we're not biased here on the podcast. We're not biased here on GFM's live stream, but um yeah, we're just gonna say that if you're gonna spend your summer just seeing GFM play live, you're gonna have a, a summer that you're gonna tell your grandkids about in about 60, 70 years. You're gonna be sitting down, your grandkids will be telling, you're asking, so that pandemic that happened, what'd you do afterwards? And you're just gonna look at them and say, Well, kids, did the best thing in the world. I just went around the country, seen as many GFM shows as I could. And I had a blast we doing have it. Here on the podcast. <laughs> And then all of a sudden, I'm just going to bring it back up the podcast. Plus, one other thing, too, is is when it comes to that uh, rock fest in Kadat, Wisconsin, that whole festival, I've got a whole idea I'm working on for it to where I'm going to rent myself like a mobile home or like a Winnebago and literally also like go see shows, go be in the crowd, go have a great time, but also conduct like quick little interviews out of it just for the hell of it because why the hell not? No one else can do that. And I've already talked to like six or seven bands that are on that bill right now. And I'm like, I keep bringing up to them. Like you just come over, hang out for like 10, 15 minutes, just hang out in person. I'll have coolers full of like whatever the heck you guys could want. Cause I know there are people that'll drink beer. People that drink hard liquor for people that don't drink. I'll have Gatorade water. So all that stuff. So just come on, hang out, have a good time. We'll talk for like 10, 15 minutes, record a little bit of it. And then yeah, that's pretty much it. So I'm trying to do like a little like festival kind of thing going on for 2021. I was supposed to do it this year, but um, dang you, COVID. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so fun. I'd literally like just from us in the van, like traveling is so fun. I can't even imagine just like concert hopping, like interviewing people that it just sounds so much fun. I'm, I'm giving it a shot as, as best as I can. And hopefully, cause I'm planning on doing a uh, Europe. Tri- I was supposed to do a Europe trip this year in 20 in uh, September. I'm doing it again next year. Cause there's plenty of bands I've interviewed over in Europe as well. And I'm going to basically be hopping between them and talking with them in person, hanging out with them, going to see them play live in their home countries, in their hometowns. And cause most of them play that harder, more metal, metalcore style, probably getting absolutely wrecked in a mosh pit. But you know what? If I come back to the U S after that Europe trip, bruised, battered, beaten up, and with a broken nose, a couple concussions, you're gonna know I had the best time. If you don't come back, it'll add on to your like, without, or like if you don't come with a broken bone, like you obviously didn't have a good enough time. Now, obviously, I didn't have a good enough time the last time I was in Europe. So even though I had like a fantastic time, but I, I didn't have any broken bones. I probably should have it, like you said, like two different occasions. But you know what? I kind of saved myself on that a little bit. So um, yeah, <laughs> didn't didn't uh, take full uh the uh, full uh, what you call it. The full recommendation of Maggie, where if you don't have a broken bone, don't come back at all until you have one. It's like, go oh, break your bone. Listen, don't come back. I don't you want you to come back here. Go listen to our song, Bones. All of a sudden, I'm gonna, all of a sudden, I'm gonna come back, and all of a sudden, you're just gonna see my jaw like two inches to the left. Like, Kevin, what happened? Oh, we broke your jaw a little bit. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Oh my goodness. And then have to like realign it every single time I talk because it's going to start drifting to the left or drifting to the right. Just like holding it every single time I'm talking. That'd be weird. But you know what? Oh, my word. Worth it. <laughs> well, because I know the YouTube live stream is about to come to a close looking at the time. So as we close out this podcast, Team GFM, thank you for watching the YouTube live stream of this as well. And also being a part of the first or second time ever that I actually bought something live from the band. <laughs> on camera and then had to show it because it's just too cool and remember that challenge i gave you guys 
Remember, GFM, hashtag GFM on Octane, and just keep pushing it and keep pushing, 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 because I feel like I got to do that whole infomercial thing again. It works. Yeah. <laughs> so as we close this out, are there any final words that you girls would like to say? Because I always like to give the bands a chance at the end just to say whatever the heck they want. So the floor is yours. Definitely follow us on all of our social media sites at the GFM band. We are growing very fast and we want you all included. We want you all part of our family and team GFM. And it's very, it's a very like wholesome, great place to be. We have a discord now and it's just full of memes and fun times. So if you feel like you don't have a place to belong, you belong in team GFM. So make sure to make that a goal of your life to join team GFM. <laughs> Yes, please join Team GFM. And when it comes to joining Team GFM on Facebook, because I know I'm a part of that group, I will also include the link for that in the description of the podcast as well so that everyone who's listening here that really wants to become a part of Team GFM, bing, bang, boom, I'm making it as easy as possible for you to when it comes to, again, following them on social media, streaming their music, buying their merch, like I already did. <laughs> um, a Discord, TikTok, Twitch, whatever it might be, whatever the heck I can find on them, honestly. I'm putting in there. Discord, I mean... Yeah, and then also going to put in there, of course, hashtag GFM on Octane. And then, of course, right when the podcast starts coming out, I'm going to be pushing it super duper hard because I want to see this happen. So we're going to make sure it happens. Oh, yeah. Woo. <laughs> and as we close this out for 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 the for the time being, I never like to say goodbye on these podcasts because, well, I've interviewed you girls three times. I've seen you play live once and I have tickets for 2021 music festivals where I'm going to be able to see you twice. Hopefully that that happens. Still hoping. Woo. Fingers crossed. Everything on that. So in good, all good conscience, I cannot say goodbye because that just seems like I'm never going to see you again, which of course is impossible. So I'm going to end with my classic. Of course, always got to do this because I'm planning to see you guys twice in 2021, live at least. See you later. See you later. <laughs> Well, well, folks, that was my interview with the girls of Gold Frankismer, a.k.a. GFM. And if you want to become part of Team GFM and become part of everything that's growing around them, I will put the links for everything in the description for the podcast. When it comes to following on social media, becoming a member of Team GFM on Facebook, their Discord, their TikTok, their Twitch, where you can buy the merch that I bought live on the podcast. I'm going to even put in the link for their event for their Christmas special that they're doing on December 23rd of 2020. So you guys can buy tickets to that and enjoy it. It's a great way to spend the day before Christmas Eve. And when it comes a time to take that challenge once again, Team GFM, remember, always use the hashtag GFM and Octane. Tweet out at Grant Random. Tweet out at all the other DJs on octane and have them play gfm get creative with it be come up with some creative posts as well and remember always use the hashtag gfm on octane when you're doing this stuff instagram facebook twitter whatever it might be on social media and when they do play it please make sure to also send back to them a thank you and then keep requesting it once again oh yeah it works Check out the episode with Jonathan Orr's came Collapse that came out right before this one. And we explain how it worked for them. It's worked for Saul. It's worked for any given sin. It can work for GFM. So Team GFM, let's make this happen. And on that note, that's going to be for me today, guys. Thank you for watching listening to the Core Progression Podcast. Brought to you by MSOTD Rocks or Rock and Metal Thrive. Merry Christmas to you all. My name is Kevin. And you guys know how I end every single one of these episodes. The big, healthy, and hearty. See you.